Every time you tell that story, I'm screaming on the inside. Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Travis. I'm George. And I'm Megs. Megs, back <gasps> at it again. Look who we it's found me. in the parking lot. Two and a half hour episode incoming. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not me, okay? I'm not the one that makes it a long episode. You all are just so inspired by my brilliance that it causes you to then make a two and a half hour episode. Yes, it's, it's chicken. It's egg. I'll take it, guys. <laughs> I think I think we could probably do another two and a half hours on Halloween. On Halloween, anytime, absolutely, yes. anytime we could do two and a half. <laughs> we'll hours. watch the movie backwards. <laughs> Great we'll idea. It. I'm in. So Let's this go. week, uh, rather than watch another Halloween movie with poor Mini Megs, uh, <laughs> this time we invited Mini Megs to show us a movie. You did. I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but it happened. The movie is Waiting for Guffman from 1996. George mm. had never seen it. Travis had never seen it. I had never seen it. Megs, why'd you pick this movie? Oh, that is a great, great question. So your podcast is here to dissect and review movies that most of you have seen, except for George. Mm, right. <laughs> Which, you know, um, but... This is a movie none of you had seen, and during, I believe, the second um, time that you had me on, you were talking about Best in Show, mm. um, and, oh gosh, what was the other one that you were discussing? Well, I brought up Schitt's Creek, I believe. Spinal yeah, Tap. Yeah, there was Schitt's We always Creek. talk about yes. Spinal Tap. And Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Yeah, and so you've mentioned those, and I was like, oh, well, surely you all have seen Waiting for Guffman, and the answer was a resounding no. I was like, well... Mm. We have to change that because yes. it's a classic. <laughs> you just couldn't have that. No. It was like when when uh, about, I don't know, three years ago, Dan said something, some reference to Back to the Future, and I was like, I haven't seen that. And he was mm. like, you <gasps> need, Hence we're starting the, the, podcast the podcast this week. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Nice. Back to the yeah. Future is what did it? Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was the, the straw that broke the camel's back with that one. Jeez. Yeah. I, I, mean, I had the, cried about it 10 years prior when he told me he didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> like, you got you have to see that one. That one's yeah. like you know. You, well, I have it's, now. It's a classic. I've, now you have. I've seen it multiple times. I've recommended it. There you go. Yep, we've done our job. Whoa, we can pack the up gross. Home. You've moved on to recommending the movie to other people. Absolutely, I've I recommended lots of movies. Yeah, it really begs the question, George. By the end of this episode, will you be recommending Waiting for Guffman to your side Ooh. chick? We need to know. By the end Ooh. of this episode, <gasps> does I don't know that Megs Meg... knows that you have a side chick. No, yeah, Meg doesn't know about my Ooh, side chick. Oh, spill think. the tea. What's her name? <laughs> is she cute? It's She's just probably a, cute. her name is Guitar Center. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I had a hot. bunch of 
<laughs> a bunch of coworkers, old coworkers. I don't work there anymore. There's things about him you don't understand. Yeah, we and we, we don't have want this... to understand. <laughs> yeah, he's a loner, dog. That you should rebel. That you should, <laughs> should understand. <laughs> um, no, Beijing we just Mr. Uh... Warner, <laughs> Mr. Warner, <laughs> Beijing Mr. Warner. Anyway, um, every week we get together. We don't really get together. We just like somebody from the group picks a movie and we watch it and we talk about it. That's all. There you go. Just it's just like it's a, old school podcasting. It's an, yeah, it's a new kind of podcast. We're like no microphones, no nothing. Just you know, it's like free you form mean, podcasting. Oh, <gasps> like like having friends. You mean like kind of like people that. over and like watching a movie? Wow, it's like a how it's a book of the it's a book of the month club. <laughs> Yeah, right? pretty much, yeah. And one person suggests a movie that everybody watches, and then they all give their feedback. So in the See? 90s, we used to do that, but it was we all watched the movie in the, in the theater that I worked at. Yes. And then we would go into the parking lot after we locked the doors and talk about the movie. Yes. So that was like Until 1995, the very 96. wee hours of the morning. Right. Usually. And this is one of those movies that I did not watch at an employee screening mm. because wow. it wasn't my, it was not in my, Periff at that time, like this kind mm-hmm. of comedy. I, I had not even seen Spinal Tap when this movie came out, so I didn't really even know this stuff yeah. existed. Well, that's the, that's the next uh, movie that I will be recommending to my side chick group. Is Spinal Tap? Because, yeah, uh, one of the one of the dudes <sighs> hasn't seen it wow. at all, and okay. I have to fix that. Yeah, they're music people. They need to see that movie. Yeah, maybe after mm-hmm. that, maybe. Maybe some waiting for Guffman. Um, I have a question. Yes, yeah. this is satire. <laughs> that's not. That's not what I was going to ask. No, this is a serious film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, of course. I mean, couldn't you tell? Yeah. Um, did this come out before or after uh, another movie that I've seen that I can't remember the name of? A Mighty Wind. Uh, oh, this is before, I think. I believe. Yeah, I think A Mighty okay. Wind came after. Let me. So, this is kind of setting the groundwork for some movies that I've seen. Yes. Yes. Well, Spinal Tap did that. And then this kind of comes from that. Yeah, this is seven years before. Oh, yeah. A Mighty Wind yeah. is 2003. Yeah. This is yeah. 90. Okay. Guffman's 96. And there are other movies in this. Yeah, there's Best kind of, of Show, kind which of is genre. The dog show. Version right. I've never well, seen that. Yes. These are all specifically. Um, Christopher Guest, am I yes. am I right? That's yes. Are they yeah. all not Spinal Tap? Obviously, no. He's in that no, too. Not obviously. No, Spinal Tap. Oh, is he that. really? Yeah, that's he's like one a, of the yeah. guitar players. He's not. Niall. Oh, okay. Niles. Yeah. Niall. Duh. Okay. Neil. Yeah. Duh. Nile. Nile. <laughs> Nigel. Nigel, guys. But Damn. yes, these are all Christopher Guest movies. Um, Who? and he's wow. kind of well known for his mockumentary, um, style where it's. You know, someone who takes themselves so seriously and is so passionate and I am the best and I put my all into this. And then you like take a step back and you look at it and you're like, aren't you aren't you just showing dogs? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Isn't that serious? But like, I it's just it's so funny. I, I love how real it is because uh, like the people who are in those movies, those characters, those are real people. Like, oh, yeah. I guarantee you can look at any of those movies and be like, oh, man, I know a guy. This is his whole life. And it's true. This is a it's kind of like a nightmare of mine mm. because yep. my other <laughs> other side chick um, is is a band mm. which I sing in mm-hmm. 
And I don't think I'm a particularly good singer. Ooh. Okay. But let's, like let's test sometimes it. sometimes I'll kill it. <laughs> I'll think I'll kill it. And right. then you get the playback and well, you're like, hold I was on. not killing that. Hold on. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if that actually sounded good. Because mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I have recorded things and I thought it was good and it wasn't. But uh, yeah, practice makes perfect. I'm getting there. But this is a nightmare of mine that I'm like, <laughs> that I'm singing and I'm singing and I'm singing. And I'm like, oh, I'm killing it. And I'm in the wrong key. key. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a nightmare. Like, uh, can... <sighs> Can I say something <laughs> that Absolutely. Is, is going to <laughs> no. Uh, no. either podcast, lead us into no. a long conversation? I feel bad about saying this because this movie <laughs> is mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's brilliant yes. on many levels. And mm-hmm. I can say this for one reason only. Uh-oh. Here it comes. I've, Everybody get ready. I've done, get your drinks ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I've been, I've been doing theater. There it is. Since 1992. Drink. Yeah. Okay. Drink. Okay. So Drink. I've said that. Boom. I put that out there. Everybody in this movie exists. <laughs> oh, yes. I've I've done shows for in, Corky. In every I've been theater. in shows with Corky. I've been directed by Corky. I've, co- I've co-starred with Corky. Like, I've been... I've met him many times. I've met mm-hmm. um, Ron and Sheila many times, which are the <laughs> husband and wife that believe they are on Broadway and they couldn't be in a high school show. The, uh, the penis mm-hmm. reduction. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Brilliantly oh played gosh. by Fred Wood. Well, brilliantly <laughs> played by brilliant. Fred Wood. like a motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like so <laughs> fucking excited. This so <laughs> Shout out to Jefferson City, Missouri. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. They'll chop and it down Kat- for you. Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Is a treasure oh, on this yes. planet. That's his wife, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh my I've seen her in other mm-hmm. things. I don't know what though. Oh my I, god. Oh my I, gosh. Oh my god. This this is this is this is not okay. What have she's, I seen her? She's in? the mother in Home Alone, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the mother Creek. in Beetlejuice. I've never seen Shit's Creek. She's the mom. Oh my <gasps> god, she's the yes. mom from Beetlejuice. God. Oh, yes. Okay. Beetlejuice, yes. I think I have a real problem. You I do. think that like I need to like I don't know who would diagnose this, but I I think that I have face blindness. You, yeah, you're yeah, face blind. CRS. I think I do. <laughs> you have CRS. <laughs> oh, I can't remember shit. Can't remember shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a chronic okay. condition. I'm like she's so familiar. I know I've seen her. Because uh, she's in it. everything. I can't ever. I don't know why I can't ever place it. And sometimes I don't even recognize the actors, but sometimes the actors look different. Anthony Michael Hall was in this movie. Anyway. Yeah. No, really, he was the statue at the end. You know, at the Toy Story. I mean, that's an underrated performance by Anthony Michael Hall to be caricatured without his knowledge and placed into a movie uh, 10 years after his career had waned. Guys, evil statues tonight. Anyway, uh, you know who else has like a real kind of underplayed energy about them? Christopher yeah. Guest, uh, mm, Corky St. Clair. Uh, George, nice hmm? do you have any idea who Christopher Guest is in real life? I mean, you didn't know he was Nigel from uh, Spinal Tap, so I'm betting you don't. <laughs> mm, no. We covered this already. We did, but it's still going to blow his mind, especially coming right off of this movie. Refresher. Uh, George, Corky St. Clair, the Broadway mm-hmm. visionary who brought you Red, White, and Blaine. Yes. <laughs> went home every night while filming this movie. To Jamie Lee Curtis. Stop it. Nope. That's, nope, that's the truth. 
They're still married and everything? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So Lifelong loves. There's not a chance. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, man. Haircut and all. Yeah. She kept him. <laughs> Dude, that bowl cut it was ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> Iconic. You, you know what I kept getting a vibe of? What? The Tiger King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Yeah. I even wrote that down. I was like, Corky is the Tiger King. <laughs> and that and I said that that Judy Tenuta t shirt got me. Right when I saw the Judy Tenuta t shirt he was wearing, I was like, Oh, okay. It's gonna be that kind of movie. She's great and <laughs> rest in peace, Judy Tenuta. I'd never yes, heard of her she until died. she died. And then Weird Al posted about her and I was like, Well, if Weird Al likes her, I'll probably and then I checked out her stuff and yeah, no, she's great hilarious. Stand up comic. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Rest in peace. So Christopher Guest was on SNL. Okay. Back when like Martin Short was on there, they did Martin Short. Harry Shearer was on there as well at the same time, who was also in Spinal Tap. Okay, they did a one of those SNL skits where they're off stage, like a like a film that they play in between commercial breaks, where they are synchronized swimmers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and they're doing the choreography of syn- synchronized swimming, but. You have to see it. It's on YouTube. You got to look it up. Okay. But it's it's like the budding, you know, the beginnings of these kind of movies. You can tell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything with Martin Short, anything from that area of comedy, like that era of comedy is just right up. I love that. Yeah. It's... Martin Short, Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest, uh, Mike McKean. I mean, they're all just brilliant. Surprised they weren't in this. I know they helped write the music, but they weren't in the movie. Oh, did they help write the music? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the so Spinal funny. Tap crew that did the music for this. Which that. is awesome because the orchestra, the, the prelude that plays before the show plays, mm-hmm. which I always love when you're in a show, you're sitting backstage and you're listening to them play the prelude. Yeah. And they pretty much play an excerpt of all the music that's in the play. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they compile it. That shit sounded good. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> legit. Well, no, that's. Yes. Yeah. No. Was, yeah. That's what. That's like kind of why it's so. It's one of the reasons why this is so funny mm-hmm. is because like the director of the band is it's, so competent. It's <laughs> but it's <laughs> like the way he's playing it, like the hunched over the Mr. Holland's opus, you know, yeah. orchestration. Yes. Oh my god, it is the funniest thing because yeah. they do that. Like you're like I'm like yes. dude, you're a gym teacher, but <laughs> he's like playing it like not in that moment. They're not. No, he's at the Kimmel Center yes. in his mind. He's at the Kimmel Center. He's, he's not in the so gym. incredibly competent. It's and I remember turning to and my... they choose this guy <laughs> to direct the play. What's well, crazy? Go back and watch it again. The scene where they get Corky to come back after <laughs> yes. that, guy, that yes. guy announced that he was going to direct the show, uh-huh. which was the crowning moment of his life. Yep. And then (laughs) Corky shows up and they're like applauding him. Watch the background the whole time. That guy is standing there (laughs) pissed. With dagger eyes. Oh my God. He wants him to die. He wants to drop a safe (laughs) on him. Like you can tell like, and the way he's playing it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Cause they kind of show, they do a couple of clips of him, but then they show him in the background almost the whole time. And he's does not break at all. It's very good. He's very in his character. And it's like you're saying, that is actually how music directors act all mm-hmm. the time. It, whether it's a complete ridiculous piece that they wrote themselves about the color of the trees outside. It could be anything. They're going to look as intense and hunched over 
as that guy did in that scene. They, they, there's no middle ground. It is off or on, and that's the only mm-hmm. two modes they've got. Yeah, I think everybody was nailed, like, to a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Parker Posey's character, who was the, uh, <laughs> the Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> like... I've met all those people. Oh yeah, and it's oh, yeah. funny to see mm-hmm. them. Like I, I think uh, Phil Philip Seymour Hoffman plays a character in I think it's Along Came Polly, where he's in a mm-hmm. production of Jesus Christ Superstar, and he thinks he's in on Broadway, but it's it's community theater. But it's like not even community theater. It's like it's just out of high school. Like it's not even like off 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 Broadway. It's yeah. <laughs> but he's playing it like a diva, and. That character exists in almost every show you're in. That's mm-hmm. I, the whole time I'm watching this movie. I'm like, these people, I've met them all, and it, this is the most perfect movie I've ever seen. <laughs> when it comes to uh, doing a satirical version of something that exists, like they, it's all done in jest, but it's it's real. But it, but boy, why did this hit? Uh, the you hit on some character. truth. Yeah. Yeah, the the dentist playing, <laughs> yeah. like coming out of the coming off Eugene the out Levy. of nowhere. Oh yep. god, dude, just him taking his glasses off. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so it. good, man. Oh man, and I directed I I directed the Stations <laughs> of the Cross like as uh, many years, right? And that was always the first thing I would say to people: if you're wearing glasses now, figure out a way <laughs> to yeah. not have glasses the night of the the performance yeah because i said we're we're two thousand years ago no glasses one has glasses don't exist yeah. <laughs> glasses didn't exist so i was that guy yeah. oh my gosh and i had a couple of kids walking around that were pretty aimless oh no <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were they were not in sneakers they had sandals or bare feet and they were not wearing glasses or jewelry oh my gosh. and they were covered in lice so. just for the sake of real <laughs> yeah yeah but, you know the thing about eugene <laughs> levy once. in this movie is if you think that you're gonna hate uh, the way he sings. Wait till he tries it. You're gonna love it. Uh, oh, George probably oh, doesn't recognize man. Eugene Levy as having sold Chevy Chase a car two episodes ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's Eugene him. Levy. No, I didn't. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's yeah. the guy. That's the guy. Guy with the car. Could also a very supportive Family father. truckster. The trucks in American Pie, American Pie, which we I reckon actually yet. I recognize them from that. From I've American never Pie. seen American Pie, but I've seen like scenes from American Pie and I've seen like previews from American Pie. Yeah, he's, I did recognize he's him absolutely there. brilliant in that as well. <laughs> yeah. I just think he's brilliant in everything, and everything. he actually wrote this with um, Christopher Guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you that watch Shuts Creek, I mean, he and uh, Dan Levy, who plays David. Yes. As his son in the show is his son in real life. They both worked on it together. Um, and I just think he's so brilliant. Like, the writing is amazing. Like, what you were saying about it being very real. Um, that's why I loved it so much when I was younger. And this will come into play later. But I watched it as a kid. <laughs> and we watched a very edited version. So there are some scenes that I saw watching this to come on the show tonight that I'd never seen in my life <laughs> because <laughs> my parents always edited it out. Um, but I grew up with a best friend who was a dual piano and voice major. She had, she still has perfect pitch. So you can honk a horn 
and she could be like mm, b flat i'm like mm. how do you know that no, <laughs> are you magic sharp. yeah like she heard like a boat horn she's like oh yeah definitely sharp i'm like i can't with you stop <laughs> but i grew up with that as my best friend and her her dad was a music director and her mom was a choir director. And so oh, all boy. of those people in Guffman were people mm -hmm. that I knew in real life. And, you know, we all grew up in the theater scene and the music scene. And so um, watching that movie was so funny because that was like that was our world. And so then I also had something to poke fun of, like her parents with, mm. <laughs> with like this uh, choir director like hunched over and like all intense as if his life is dependent on that trumpet coming in <laughs> on that eight count. Like he's like, if you don't get this, I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this those is my, people. This is my life. Oh, and the trumpet player doing double duty was plays playing yes. the high note on the trumpet and hitting yes. the drum. Oh my god. At gosh. one point he's playing like three instruments in that scene. So good. I got Because it. here's the thing, the, the, the music director, the conductor, is is getting the most out of what he has mm -hmm. in this town like oh, absolutely yeah. it cannot be better <laughs> yeah and what's funny is when you if you ever watch Shit's creek it's the same kind of town and they're all like yuppie new york city kind of people that move to the sticks and they have to kind of adapt to that world okay and the the people in the town they do have a theater group and it's the same people like <laughs> they're it's the mayor but he's also leading the show but yeah. he's the sheriff like <laughs> and he runs a milk place how like, much you just, got yeah how much you got but <laughs> they you can see watching that show the many years of trying shit out in all these movies comes to like perfection on that show like everything that you love about these movies becomes like 10 times better on the show. So mm -hmm. that whole theater thing and the Catherine O'Hara's character <laughs> is is a uh, an established actress mm -hmm. that is kind of washed up. So she's she's taking on the theater like this is the theater. And the theater like, darling. The theater darling, you know, acting <laughs> and and they're all like I got I got shit on the grill. I got to, you know, turn over. <laughs> like she doesn't get it and they don't get it. But she kind of rubs off on them and they rub off on her. So it's like every character in this movie is what she kind of plays in that show. Mm -hmm. But like right. at 11. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty good. Actually, it's great. It's great. Iconic. Mm -hmm. The thing I noticed the most about this movie, I turned to my wife because she's like watching. She's like, how, can, how are you watching this? She said to me. <laughs> oh, it's, it's I'm beautiful. Like, I'm like, Jen, do you realize how brilliant this is. I said, these are all top-notch singers and actors that yeah. are portraying terrible singers and terrible actors. Mm -hmm. like, and you know how difficult it is to sing poorly so when you yes. know how to sing Oh, well? my God. Catherine O'Hara's audition. I'm just like, how did she manage oh, so to funny. sing so badly? Because she's so talented. Yeah, so that had to be like the hardest scene to shoot for her. Oh, my God. Well, what's funny Levy's is I think... Flat, <laughs> light summer, and then he goes, eh. yep. and like I can't even reach the level of flatness of the note. I was watching with a buddy, and I was like, "Do you know how hard it is to sing that intentionally flat?" I don't. It's yeah. uh, it's a talent, is what it is. 
Oh my god. The, there was one person struggling in this movie with that, and it was Parker Posey. She can sing. <laughs> yeah. And and you, she kept during her uh duo or duet, uh she kept slipping in the singing well. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh man, she's just not able to do it the way they are. Because mm-hmm. Catherine Harrow was not only doing it with the songs, like she could she with the acting, like the turning the whole body away from the crowd and then, <laughs> yeah. and then turning back and planning our line and the projecting then, to the audience. And oh then my God. Back I was laughing so hard because I've seen people do that. And it's so uncomfortable because they have their, their trigger points, like mm-hmm. whether it's a prop or a line or a, a part of the stage that they stand at. And that's where they learn their lines. So mm-hmm. if they're not standing in that spot at that scene, yeah. Or that part of the scene, they don't know what the hell to say. They're thrown <laughs> off, yeah. And or if they're not touching the prop that they rehearsed with, they don't know what to say. Or they're if they don't get the cue line, they don't know what the next line is. Like, and she was playing that so well because not only was she doing that, but she was also playing a person who believes she's on Broadway. So she's so damn good. They show yes. up at the audition together. They're matching outfits. Like they're they're ready to go. They're 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 waiting for their Oscar before they even get or their Tony before they even get on the oh, stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're ready. And she, but she's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not. I think Fred Willard actually had trouble playing the bad actor cuz he was just, he was good even when he was trying to play bad, he was good. Yeah. But she was so good at like just turning on a line and then hitting the line wrong and then Facing it, like all those little uh, awkward, annoying things that I always bring up when we watch a movie like Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are terrible actors. <laughs> she studied that and said, I'm going to do that mm-hmm. and portray a bad actor who thinks she's good. I was just like, I was blown, really away a, blown away by it. I love the uh, the dynamic between the husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Like how like the husband is like so controlling and but like but she doesn't really realize it because mm-hmm. they're both buffoons. But oh like the thing know, about how she's like sometimes she's we go over two hours or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. He's like, wait, you know, sometimes we go over two hours of notes, and you know, they're mostly for me. And he's just, and he's like, no, they're you know, they're for both of us. They're, they're for us, but just you know, mostly you. Just mostly you. But <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she's trying to like, you know. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's some notes about you know changing my instincts and you know. Oh God. <laughs> Poor Corky, the the stuff that he has to go through, but he's part of the problem. Yeah, of <laughs> like, course. Because he thinks he's on Broadway too, but he's never going to get there, obviously. And you know, you're taking criticism from somebody who's not any better than you. That's mm-hmm. tough. That's tough, and and to play that character to other people that are just great actors and then just mm-hmm. playing it that way. It's, I, it just blew me away. So um, the, the scene about the glasses yes. was a great example of that mm-hmm. where, you know, the, you know, the director takes the actor aside and gives him like a, you know, letting him know that, you know, his glasses are an issue and blah, blah, blah. blah. And the respect that, Eugene Levy is trying to like he's trying to explain himself and he's trying to be like super respectful of this director because he thinks this director is great. Right. You know? And it's just like Yeah. (laughs) So he's all you know, it's like well he's all timid. Oh the Mm -hmm. one uh, the one problem is uh, you know, 
you know, obviously I don't see very well. I got a lazy eye. The other problem, and I'm like, he's like, he's got two problems, and I'm like, what could the second problem possibly be? <laughs> and then he takes his glasses off. Oh my god, uh, I died. Uh, <laughs> I died. Skull but emoji. What was I'd better was dead. when the musical director confronted uh, Corky on his decisions during rehearsal in front of everybody it was like really <laughs> uncomfortable and the volume of his yeah, voice was why, problem. why are you whispering i'm right in front of you i'm right in front Speak of you up. why are you whispering okay that's too loud <laughs> oh my god uh, well they're uh, just gonna forget it anyway so why should they even learn it oh, damn. right <laughs> to watch them on this there's only five people in this play yeah and they still, they're still, it's still a shit show. And they're doing everything, almost they're <laughs> learning to play in order, uh, in real time. They're not breaking off and doing whatever, but they're still just a mess. But they're getting ready for Broadway. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are. This for is Mr. serious Guffman. business. For Guffman, yeah. At least they were okay. until uh, the dad, Red, uh, refuses to let Johnny be in the play. George, it's time again for me to say, did you recognize the guy that played the dad, Red Savage? <laughs> you remember this guy as the car guy who keeps giving leering kind of uh, suspicious looks to Corky? Which Corky doesn't see because he's too busy locked eyes on Ogling. Johnny Savage. You mean like the like in the garage? In the garage. Yeah. Okay, hold on. She's in the corner like, oh, oh, oh. I think it's Bill Murray's brother. <gasps> Which one? He's got three. I forget. The one who's in all the movies. Yeah, no. okay. yeah that is. Hooray. The one that's in What's all his... of them. Brian. Brian Murray. Brian, Brian Doyle Murray. Murray. Yep. Doyle Murray. Doyle. Doyle. But yeah, no, good hey. job. Wow. For once. We got job. Um, round of applause, please. I got one. Thank you. Do a, do a sound a sound bite later. Insert yeah. sound bite. There you go. We should do some kind of like Elmo celebration. That was so underwhelming, <laughs> Not guys. That one. But thank you so much. For well, at least now everybody knows that we don't. You know, we're not faking it. You usually legit have no idea, but this time, hey. No, yeah. But you know what? You know what it was was because the last time we had this conversation, you were like, "How do you not recognize him? He looks exactly like Bill Murray, right?" Uh-huh, right? Yes. And I'm like, "I don't know." But mm. this time, I was like, "Wow, that mechanic looks a lot like Bill Murray." And then I just went on with my life. Well, if you recognize people in this movie, like, then you would have recognized Ray Liotta, who was in this movie. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was the narrator. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Stop it! I know what Ray Liotta looks like. <laughs> my wife. Excuse- I, that, I, that guy looks familiar. Is that Ray Liotta? I'm like, that's not Ray Liotta. Your wife said that? Yeah, she thought it was Ray Liotta. It's so genetic, like, okay, I I'm think. Use, yeah, I'm using that in the podcast, I told her. <laughs> <laughs> it's wish.com Ray Liotta. God. <laughs> Who was the best person in the show, inside the show? Yeah, no, he was fine. He like, was the guy in the, the narrator was like, okay. Oh, yeah, in he, the in the actual play. Yeah, he made he the choice. Great. He made the choice that he's the seasoned veteran. He's the guy who should be on Broadway, and the rest of these clowns should be working at Walmart. Yeah. Which is like, so that's... funny. Because they just yeah. pulled him out of, like, a, a little house in the woods, and they were like, you mm-hmm. know what? You've been here longer than everybody, and you have, like, <laughs> that story time. 
grandpa vibe that well, like you know, that that was hard for. worker. That may have been the only good like good call that uh Corky, Corky, Corky made, made yes. this entire play. Yeah. Was going to recruit him. My favorite part with him doing the auditions <laughs> when when U- Eugene Levy's doing his thing and <laughs> Corky's like going like making nodding his head like oh wow yeah yes <laughs> yeah. yes yes great yes oh my i love just how eugene lovey like starts in the wrong octave <laughs> yes look like, out he's an enti- he's an entire octave too high and he's like oh wait wait hold on yeah <clears throat> baby baby he's like in, he's like in falsetto and then he goes oh, yes. down like baritone yes, yes. <laughs> what was the name of the parker posey's character where they're doing the duet and Libby, she's singing. Libby, Libby, man. Libby, she's singing yeah. and it sounds okay, high school level. And then <laughs> Corky, Corky turns and starts the next verse, and he's like, ah! he's like, <laughs> like above her. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's yeah. like you gotta lose that a little bit to be. Uh, it's so funny. I've <laughs> I've seen that happen in shows and it's just uncomfortable. Like a, you're in like West Side Story, and like Bernardo's like, oh, I just like no, no, you you gotta you gotta bring it down a little bit. Uh, sorry, I, pu- I walked into a parking meter on the way to that note. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. But oh. I've actually I've actually done that in a show. Yeah, in a performance. into a parking meter. No, <laughs> went about three octaves too high. <laughs> walked into what you did. Yeah. Where did it come from? Where, where where's that sound, Dan? Oh, sorry. <laughs> there it is. You can't make the sound when you're actually doing the sound. <laughs> so uh, I was I was doing a production of Rocky Horror, and I was playing Doctor Scott. So I'm I'm kind of deep voice German, uh, accent, all that stuff. But the character that plays, uh, Eddie, is played by the same guy who plays. Dr. Scott in the play. But in the revival, there's a woman who plays both parts. So the CD that I learned the song from was the revival. Okay. So <laughs> I, for some reason in one of the shows, I got into it too much. And I hit like this falsetto kind of uh, pitch, like this, this note that I should not have done. I would never have done it in any of the shows. But for some reason, I was just involved. Did you nail it? I, I copied it almost <laughs> to a T from the CD, but it just was so out of character. I don't know no. why the hell I did it. So he's trying to so say the, yes, I did. So the it. director comes after the show's over. <laughs> he's like, you. he goes, yeah. he's like, dude, what was that? You go, girl. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get know. it, queen. I don't know where it came from. Get it, girl. <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Oh my god. I often, uh, I often sing higher than um, our lead singer in my band, who is female. Mm. And who everybody listening to this show uh, is familiar with because she sings our theme song. She does. So shout out to Tony. Fun. I I don't know. I don't know. Your your tone is like a tenor. I don't. But you sing like a baritone. Well, see, here's the thing. In in the type of music that we do, um, there's the the screaming, Mm -hmm. you know, like screaming and rock music is actually your falsetto falsetto voice. Right. With vocal fry, which is like that vibrating sound that you can do, like every everyone can do it low. It's just like uh, mm-hmm. like the, that's the Kim Kardashian. That. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Kim Kardashian. Uh, Isn't she the one who talks? Yeah. I don't know these things. Yeah. But the Did vocal fry. Like I can. Like you. Can, yeah. Some people talk with vocal fry Kim. without even yeah. trying. There are yeah, people like, dying. Did you? Did you order the cappuccino? <laughs> yeah, but it's got this like <laughs> cappuccino. Yeah. You have to anyway, go really it's low, your fo- but also not. So, you go to the back. You, so you have throat. to. So you have to really practice getting that vocal fry into your falsetto voice, right. and then you can sing punk rock. Right. Like, that is what it is. So when Shawnee is singing, she's just singing. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a lot of falsetto, which is higher than her. Right. It's very weird. It works, but it's weird. You hope. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that's my that's my nightmare. But yeah, exactly. Okay, guys, he doesn't hope he does. I do it. (laughs) No, Travis does. (laughs) Shit. Well, that's my kryptonite. It's like, oh, you got to mimic this. That's why I can't sing next to somebody if there's like a harmony, because I I go to their note and I can't take it. It's like I have to like stand on my own spot. That takes that takes a lot of practice. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, actually, do you play any instruments, Travis? No. I, no. Okay, so you should maybe take up the piano a little bit because <laughs> get no, wrecked. Honestly. Why would we no, devil. No, you don't no, play honestly. an instrument. Get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no, because like on the, on the piano, you have like you you play chords, right? So you're, right. you're playing three notes at once, and like your ear just gets trained to it. That's why. You know Meg's friend who has perfect pitch is has perfect mm-hmm. pitch because she's been hearing this since she was a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I completely so, get it. I just like if someone I, went next to me with a piano and they're like, hmm, and then they go <laughs> next note, I I just hit it. Like I it sucks. If I was your director <laughs> and and you needed to hit a harmony for me, yeah, that's what I would direct you to do. Okay, <laughs> I am capable of doing it. Play, I, play a little I, piano. I play a lot of piano. I did actually. a four-part harmony in Smoke Joe's Cafe. I know how to do it. It's just it's, it's tough, tough when I get around someone who. It is tough. A tenor, baritone. Sometimes I'll go tenor. Sometimes I'll go, if I don't have a set rehearsed note that in that song, then I tend to uh, venture, and it's not good. Yes, but it also comes from practice. So don't, if you do it more, don't let those other notes boss you around. Okay, you're you right. You're right. Don't I let them take boss tar- you around. Take charge. You are strong and independent. Okay, you can sing those notes. Don't have to do their notes. It. I believe in you. <laughs> mm. Thanks, inner self. It's know, a, it's you, an art. Like, dude, know who doesn't do any of that? Anyone in this film, in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? It's literally an art. If you like, get a degree, no, it is. It's in the arts. No, it is. But I mean, I mean, uh, we we know that it is, and most people know that it is. But like, s- there are a lot of people that just think it's easy. It's not. Well, to be good at it. I mean, look at the like the biggest show in America for like ten years straight was American Idol. Mm-hmm. It's this. Mm-hmm. It's people that think they're good yeah. that are not. Yeah. Well, and that kind of puts it in the forefront that like, hey, listen, that this is not easy. And from what Meg said about her friend, yeah, like Hillary I grew up is in her a house. name. You know, if you want Hillary, if you want to frame Hillary. a reference, shout out to Hillary. Shout out to yeah. Hillary. She is going to be listening to this, so we should talk about you know all of her secrets Absolutely. as much as possible. Oh, I, I grew up in a house where my dad <laughs> sang in an acapella group. So four yeah. four members in that group. Grew up on that music. Grew up listening to him sing, going to all his shows and singing along with his CDs. Like, I know how to do it. I know how he does it. But just being around it doesn't help. <laughs> you have to really 
train yourself, which yep. I've never done. So what you're saying is you need to apply Goals. some of the like things they did in this movie and yes. go like, you know, like those exercises like that uh Catherine O'Hara <laughs> did. Uh, I'm not doing any of her exercises. <laughs> With Fred Willard. I heard one of I heard one of them say sense memory and I'm just like, "Oh boy." They're just like throwing <laughs> they're purposely throwing out terms from acting classes. <laughs> when in doubt, turn to your friend and say hubbub 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 hubbub. hubbub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need chatter. That was oh one of my, my favorite parts <sighs> of that that whole scene was them turning yeah. to each other and gleefully whispering hubbub 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 to each other. It just oh so funny. So was that one song purposely? opposite of every other song in the play like i'm like all of a sudden they're doing no not the alien one the that one was completely off the chain but the uh (laughs) the the one where their workers it was out of order workers holding i'm like i'm like this is so sondheim like it's it's not like everything else is like hammerstein and like all the other songs are very like peppy showboaty yeah you know carousel and then you get this one song is like sondheim (laughs) and then the then the alien song, I don't even know what the hell the reference was with that, but <laughs> freaking brilliant. You need I'm, I'm, an I'm, edgy modern piece, which is, you know, what that one about the stool boom that and mm-hmm. then you need just a comedic boom. hysteria one where people are just boom. like, Oh yes. Like the crowd's reactions to the show is one of my favorite aspects yes. of yep. this entire movie. Um, because I don't, I don't know if you all know this. I'm from Missouri, which is where the city of Blaine is set in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I grew up with those people. <laughs> I've seen like yeah. the, when like the aliens came on and they all just start like clapping is yeah. just so funny. <laughs> like the, the, the bless your heart head tilt. And then they're like, wait, no, I love this. Yeah. This is great. Like the awe that is invoked from some of the stuff they do is just oh, so great. It's like an exercise in dramatic irony, too, because you go from being part of the audience who is expecting the people in the movie. OK, I get it. They think they're great, but we know they suck. And so you're like, oh, here comes the audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, they like it, too. And it like pushes you back as the movie viewer out of the audience and now onto your couch where you're just like, God, even the crowd doesn't, Oh, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. But what, what they really captured that I loved was the, the after play crowd reaction. Like the funniest thing, it's not really funny, but like high school plays and community theater, mm-hmm. you know, they, they all kind of bring their bouquets of flowers to the backstage or whatever. And they, they have their daughter who's been doing this since she was five and now she's the lead in the play. Yes. And the, like the balloons and the bouquets, like it's, it, they capture all that. They do. And then the one guy who's like, Corky, I loved you in this. Like he, I wish I was in the play. <laughs> like they clearly have, they yeah. have something going. Yes. They might not be aware of. <laughs> I yes. love that oh Steve, uh, Steve, yeah, Steve character. He is so funny. I, but it's just, so many that's show business, that according crowd. to Corky, who won't let me audition. <laughs> He's like, he wouldn't move the, he wouldn't move the, I couldn't try out that day. He wouldn't move it. Wouldn't let me do it any other time. Just can't. <laughs> he won't let me. And that's show business. That's show, show business. business. Um, he knows what he's the, talking uh, about. He's from New York. Well, he wanted the younger guy there, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah, that's exactly kinda, right. He's kind of into the other guy. 
Um, uh, but he's couple, married. He's a couple married. of points uh, about the town. She's just out of town. <laughs> She's just out of town. Yeah, that's, town. that was so funny too. <laughs> that was so funny too. That's when I got the the Tiger King vibe. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Um, but about the town, Dan, didn't you live in this town at one point? You know, uh, oddly enough, this <laughs> week, uh, right after I watched this movie, I, I texted. He vacations a, in Blaine. I texted <laughs> Mini Megs, and I was like, I used to live in Blaine, and she was like, You did? <gasps> oh my god, really? And I'm like, and so did you, but it was called something else. You and I, you and we I lived, lived in the same town. We both lived in a town. tiny town, yes. We lived in Blaine. It was just called something else, because there is yes, no Blaine, okay. Missouri. But we both right. lived in Blaine. It's oh, it's real, yes. guys. It's, oh, it's real. so real. Real. I can't. It, it's so real, I can't wait to get back into it. <laughs> another uh, yeah, another town that, that, another ready. town that this town reminded me of, if you've ever seen Parks and Rec... Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Pawnee, Pawnee, Indiana right. is exactly this way. As I thought well. you were gonna mm-hmm. say in an episode of Community. No, I mean there is an episode of Community that kind <laughs> of reminds me of this, but it's it's. Is it the it's set in Gotham? Is no, it the one it's where different. The, they have to join the Glee Club. Mm, well, no. <laughs> Uh, but but also yes, the Glee Club episodes. There's two Glee Club episodes. Okay. Um, in different seasons, and they're both fantastic. But the one I was fantastic. thinking of was uh when Dean Pelton is tasked with directing a new commercial for the school, mm. and he turns into a monster, <laughs> yes! mm. like director prima donna tears apart like, the whole school. His in, his entire mental health is down the drain. It's it's just and then and then there's being there's the some show will do that like he's like all of the students that are actors in the in the new commercial are going insane in different ways because of him and one one of them who's like his assistant one of the students is his assistant mm-hmm. is like um she what's the uh what's the this she's like Stockholm syndrome like okay. she can't. Oh, that's good. She can't admit that he's uh, he's crazy and that he's abusive and that he's like he's whatever them because there then their will. yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's bad it's really mm-hmm. bad but it's also great it's not exactly the same thing because this is more like movie biz mm-hmm. not right. really you know the theater side but that reminded me of it a little bit. I mean, it's a very similar um, concept. I mean, it's a small community college. They're nothing big, nothing you know exciting. And they're tasked with putting on a production that's supposed to be good publicity for the school. I yes. mean, yeah, to a it, tea, has, there it, it has it has it has parallels. And and Guffman in that episode would be uh, Louise Guzman, mm-hmm. who went to <laughs> who went to this college, and he was going to come back and be in the commercial. And so mm-hmm. they had to like amp it up to eleven mm-hmm. at yeah. that point. That happens in this movie, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's parallels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie sets the stage for a lot of great stuff. Yes. We had a director quit once. <laughs> oh my gosh, you pushed I wonder them why. out. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't me. How could you do that? God, that me. line was, when he I, quits I, and says he's going to go bite his pillow made me <laughs> just <laughs> cry laughing. Jesus uh, Christ. You know what I'm going to do? So I'm going to go, I'm going to bite my pillow. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <sighs> Oh man! Just some of the things that he says, and he always says it in that like very like soft like, and you all, yeah. 
you all are just bastard people. All of you. <laughs> and it's like a whisper yell. Like, he's not loud. He's saying it in the softest yeah. Yeah. little voice, but he's yelling in his heart. He's yelling he's at you. He's doing that mom in the supermarket who doesn't want to embarrass herself, but wants yeah. to reprimand her kid voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I told you not to yell in the store. We are not <laughs> getting you a treat at the checkout. Don't ask it's like me. The, the yeah. volume is really super low, but the intensity yeah. is super oh, high. So he's very it's disappointed like... in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! So Corky's dance in his oh. house oh my God. Or apartment. I lost it. With his jeans <laughs> on backwards for some reason. He did. He did. Well, well, it was '96, so Chris Cross was big. Oh my God! Yeah. So just this week, uh, and we haven't really talked about this on the show much because it divided the room, and I was afraid oh, we no. wouldn't survive. But over the weekend uh, that we were recording this previously, uh, a certain group of fellows who play uh, the Americanized football uh, mm. played another group of fellows and <gasps> narrowly escaped with a victory. Uh, no. I am in Kansas city. The boys are in Philadelphia. Front runner. We didn't You're talk about runner. it. We're not going to talk about it. Go chiefs. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I bring I didn't it up. have a horse in the race, so I don't really give a shit. I only bring it up because Rihanna had a halftime show and it's yes. true. On the day following the Super Bowl, Pat McAfee reenacted the backup dancing of the Rihanna <laughs> oh halftime show, and behind his desk was doing a lot of pelvic thrusting, and it was hysterical. Nice. I <gasps> highly recommend you seek that out. But uh, yeah, then I see that sounds hilarious. right after Pat McAfee throwing those hips around, I see that dance with the little pelvic thrusts in the backward <laughs> jeans, and it was like the stars aligned in some kind of weird testicular motion, guys. Oh it was time to watch this movie. Go Chiefs. Yeah. The galaxy <laughs> Go just Chiefs, gave it to you. <laughs> Go Chiefs. Go, go Chefs. Go Chefs. Chefs. Yeah. Googly Moogly. <laughs> Great Googly Moogly. <laughs> I loved his dance scene so much in, in just for so many different ways because he literally thought he is the coolest guy that's ever existed. Like, that's facts. Yeah. His pants were on fully backwards, pulled all the way up to his chest, like live in his truths over there and everyone was like you know what that checks out he's from new york he's been in shows <laughs> like where this oh, yeah. is the pinnacle of talent and like just him being from new york and knowing something about musicals makes him like a visionary in their eyes like he can do no wrong like he always knows what's right. best like when they first started i think it's um I think it was uh libby parker posey's character who's like listen none of you don't understand why you're doing it but he does <laughs> he's got a reason <laughs> yeah we don't know why but it's it's a reason and that's enough for them she's so wonderful it all it almost reminds me a little bit of um an episode of community a character <laughs> in community who wherever uh now in community whenever <laughs> You know, someone accuses her of being like, uh, I don't know, insensitive or like, uh, you know, like I'd say not woke or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's just like, I'm not racist. I lived in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Britta. <laughs> like her thing. She, yeah. Britta keeps yep. reminding people that she lived in New York. I'm from New York. <laughs> not from. Lived in New York. Lived in New York. I, lived, I lived in New York. 
Oh I was in off, 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 off Broadway shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god. Right. So I had no idea this was going to have a paranormal bent to it. What with the presence of UFOs yeah. and abductions. The movie mm-hmm. I watched the day before I watched this was called Love and Saucers. Hi, this is Don't Meg's Google this. Post. Don't Google uh, this. Yeah, don't Meg's Google post. what Dan just said. Dan's going to say it. <laughs> Dan's going to talk about it. He's going to say that it's cheap yeah. and he was bored. Don't do it. Don't follow what Dan said. Definitely don't do it at work. Don't do it at work. Don't do it at <laughs> don't home. Do it at don't do it ever. It's a mistake. <laughs> Back to you, Dan. Oh. And it was a... My. That classic. A legit documentary <laughs> about a guy in Hoboken, uh, New Jersey, who claims to have had a a many Encounter. years relationship with aliens and fathered nice. alien babies, and now he paints pictures of naked alien ladies. Oh. It's, it was fucking weird, and I watched it because it was cheap from Vinegar Syndrome, and it looked really weird, and it was. And I thought, this is a singular thing that I'm watching because it was on sale and it looks really silly. And I'm never going to have to think about aliens and banging again. And then the next movie I watched was this. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And even down to, like, showing you how well Waiting for Guffman names it, nails this. The little, what we were talking about, the dancing with the backward jeans, right? It's essentially just like B-roll that they shot of him and just kind of mm-hmm. insert as a transitional piece. In the the real Alien documentary from just a couple of years ago, for some reason, one of the characters is lifting weights as B-roll. And I remember thinking, God, this is such a weird... Like, he said, like, oh, I'm going to lift weights. You ought to tape it. As I very, not impressively, lift very few weights for an extended amount of time. (laughs) It's about the reps, not the weight. Okay. And then we got the the dancing. And I thought, damn. This movie nailed well, they it. lost. They lost the footage of him flying a balloon across the country. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's talking about this guy in Hoboken that claims to have had a relationship with an alien. And anymore, I'm kind of just like, his name's Kanye. It could have happened. Oh my God. I don't know. I mean, who am I? I don't know. Kanye mm-hmm. is. But you know who does know? You know who does know? <laughs> so are the Kardashians, but that's neither here nor there. The, uh, you know who does know about aliens? <laughs> who? Who? The alien expert in this movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, David Cross. I know Cross. him from lots of other things. Oh, yes. that's the dad from David 16 Cross. Candles. Yep. Yeah. And he's Arrested always... Development. Oh. Yes. Yes, Arrested the Development. The Never Nude. I believe he had, he did all those like clip shows too, like I like I Love the 80s and stuff. Yeah, he well, he's the dad from 16 Candles, so he's kind of like the dad of the 80s. I don't uh, I've never seen Are you talking about the guy that has the numb butt cuz that's not who no, George is talking no, about. No, 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 no. George no, no, no. is talking about the guy who measures the crop circle. I think yes. Travis are and you the thinking of the man changes. with the numb buttocks? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. He's from he's from uh one uh what's the show? Arrested Development. Arrested Development. That, Arrested Development. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we just said that. Yeah, that's but I know him from he from forgot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it says um, from the Russo brothers. Yeah, just yes. he had such a small part, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, because he was amazing for like the yes. but two he does minutes. His, he does the job. He, sh- oh, he should have so been good. in it more. Like he's he like just, Lecter. He's in it I for wanted, only yeah, two minutes, he just, but he made an impression. Yeah, I wanted he just him sets to the play, stage for how serious this is. I wanted him to play Johnny Savage. Like I wanted him to be the fourth person in that that quartet. Like I was like, no, yeah, put David Cross on stage. I want to see him do it. 
with Parker Posey. That would have been so funny. <laughs> That's the one thing. Yeah. I, maybe it's in there and it's just subtle, but I wanted a moment where either the UFO expert, David Cross, or the abductee played by Paul Dooley, I wanted one of them to like shed a single tear and nod solemnly when the alien part of the play started. Oh, that would I wanted uh, that, that payoff so moment. Yeah, like they they got that so right. Just be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember that. I remember when that yeah. happened. How they, good was it when the alien head wouldn't fit through the doorway? <laughs> I was, I called it before. Laughed. That was, yeah. Soon that as that, so soon as that, uh, that Doctor Who spaceship, yeah, landed. I'm that, like that. When they showed his head, I'm like, he's not getting through that door. Is that, that was the so shot where you tap. see him just like walk in from the side stage? No, One of the shots it, you can see a character just straight walk onto the stage. Trying to like sneak, you know, but oh, very clearly prop. camera is set behind the prop oh, so thing. Good. One oh, of the maybe oh that god, was it. there so was a good. lamp post that walked across the stage during one the scene. The lamp yes. post was good. Yes. Yeah, that one was good. And the horse, the horse was um, good too. Also, Dan, I think you need to put a disclaimer in the part where you mention the alien documentary, um, just so lackadaisically. And I was sitting here googling it. And the first image that oh, pops don't up Google. is don't Google. You're gonna get artwork. naked paintings. No, it's it's his artwork. So what I want you to do is like do like a <laughs> like rewind sound, and I want you to go back and then issue a warning to everyone watching this. When Dan hi, this is Dan in post. Hi, this is don't Meg's Google in this. post. Don't Google uh, this. Yeah, don't Google post. what Dan just said. Dan's gonna say it. <laughs> Dan's going to talk about it. He's going to say that it's cheap yeah. and he was bored. Don't do it. Don't follow what Dan said. Definitely don't do it at work. Don't do it at work. Don't do it at <laughs> home. Don't do it, at don't do it ever. It's a mistake. <laughs> Back to you, Dan. Dude, Dan is going to cut that and put it right where it needs to be. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, fantastic. That was so good. With the rewinding sound. <laughs> yep. Crying <laughs> now in slow motion. Dude, you do backwards talking one. really yeah, well. Yeah, that was a good one. That's exactly what backwards talking sounds like. Don't play that forward because I have no idea what <gasps> I just said. Oh, but we will play it forward. Hi, this is Dan in post. And to make up for that horrible alien thing I mentioned, here's Travis in reverse. After speaking in reverse, I don't know what it means, but I'm more scared now than I was before I listened to that. Anyway, back to the show. Did you ever watch the Office episode where they watch um, the Michael Scarn movie? And oh, absolutely. So there's one part where they like threat, sing, threat level midnight yeah, in threat level midnight. They're singing on the piano and he, it's like some weird nonsense. And he's like, oh, I'm going to record it. And then she dies and then he plays it back. And it's a completely <laughs> different song and like <laughs> melody. Oh, and it's like the answer. Oh, it was so funny. But that's what this that's reminded so me of. Mm. Golden face. Golden face. Was the, uh, was the villain. You know what that reminds me of? This episode in Community. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it does. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> that 
they actually uh one of my favorite uh, guitar pedal builders emerson customs they did a scranton screamer <laughs> which is like a tube screamer but it has like michael scott like prison mic on Stop. it right. and then later on they did a uh, a clon uh copy which was called the the golden face Nice. Which is also from the office. So you know, I have an oh. emote of me as Prison Mike um, <laughs> on my that's on my Twitch channel. <laughs> that's fantastic. I was like, I want to be Prison Mike, and my artist was like, "What?" I was like, "You know, <laughs> Prison Mike. I want to look like this." And she's like, "Um, are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all I've ever wanted. Oh man. A lot of this had to be improved, right? Oh, 100%. Like all this conversational stuff because the sometimes when they're when some of these characters are talking and they're making these like these pauses <laughs> that seem really they're really long for a monologue in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's very much like they're trying to find the words in their or heads. Or trying not to laugh. <laughs> or trying not to you laugh. Shouldn't right? leave that. But but I think that there's, uh, when I'm watching it, I'm like, they're actually trying to find the words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is improv. Oh, yeah. And it's beautiful. I know who's the best at that in this movie is Fred Willard. Like, he, watching him say things, like, yeah. when he's talking, it's almost like he's trying to trying to get Catherine O'Hara to break. Yes. And she's doing the same thing to him. So yes. the two of them going back and forth is hilarious. And Levy too. I'm sure that thing with the glasses where he does the cross eyed thing. Yeah, that's not in the script. They had to yeah. do that so but, many but times. That is... I'm sure that take. Oh, I yeah. want to know how much was scripted with <laughs> Medicine Man No Go or whatever he oh says. Oh my when... gosh! <laughs> when he's when Fred Willard's about to show off the result of his surgery, you know. Yes. Oh so my God. funny. And Levy's like, no, no, There's no, an no, energy no. to it to where you're like, I think Levy, you know, Levy looks like he's actually worried they're gonna take it too far. Yeah. He probably was, honestly. He's like, Fred, man, please, not again. Yeah, we've done this take twice. Please Can we don't. just no, please. And like Catherine O'Hara show she throws in that line. What's it like to be with a circumcised man? Yeah. Like she says that line, but it's so like it's like a little bomb. Like it, it doesn't seem like it belongs there, mm-hmm. but she says it because and the wife of uh, Levy, it's almost like her reaction is real. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, I, I really want to see the script so- of this movie, see how much of it is because it says written by and I'm like, come on. Is it all in like post-it notes? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> scattered on the desks. <laughs> No, I was. I just imagine them like they're shooting the scene and they're they're doing their bit or their line or whatever, and it's like, try this, mm-hmm. try this, mm-hmm. try this, and there's probably hours of improv yeah. that's on the cutting room floor. I'm sure of it. Yeah, and if you get a good, you know, Blu-ray of it or whatever, sometimes like there's, uh, what's and with the f- they do deleted like the in credits and they show you all the deleted yeah. and, you know, and with shit. all these all these great actors and comedians together like you know it oh, has to gold. be gold there is gold <laughs> cuz their shit with uh from 40 old virgin with Seth Rogen yep. and and uh Ant-Man oh my god Paul Rudd like just <laughs> they they just do like 35 about, minutes of like stuff Steve Carell <laughs> The main yeah. character. No, just you were like, no, Paul Rudd. No, it's it. No, it's Paul Rudd. Like they just when they're playing video games and they just 
go back no, and forth. But the, and no, they but kept that's the, whatever. That's the thing. Like I, I wasn't even thinking of uh, Steve Carell, but for because of what you're saying, those two actors in particular together are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim Carrey in in Liar Liar, mm. they introduce pretty much Steve Carell. He's a he's a yeah. bit actor, mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. And he plays a, a newscaster, <laughs> and that that whole scene where Jim Carrey's making him go, blah, 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 oh. like yeah. a, that's all. The outtakes you can from see that. them all try not to laugh. It's yeah. so have funny. Have you seen yeah. the that, outtakes that was him. from that scene? I have not. <gasps> I have. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's the funny. end credits. They just show you all the outtakes. <sighs> but it's it's probably that's the way it is with Jim Carrey. You know, like you said, they just they don't even stop and say let's try it this way. They just go mm-hmm. and they run the film. And, yeah. what, and then they do it in post. So it's like there, there's a uh, movie with um, uh, John Favreau and, and uh, 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 Vince Vaughn called uh, Made. Okay. And they, the whole movie's improv. And you could just tell because they have no idea what they're going to say to each other. And then they're just playing off of each other. And you get somebody in the movie who's a seasoned actor like Peter Falk. And he's like looking at these two like, at what point do I say my line? Because I, you guys are just going. Yeah. And y- you get gold. And I think that's what this movie is. It's just, they just, they just filmed it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. You don't people. even know where the camera is. It's giving funny people license to be funny. <laughs> so good. It's gold. I will be watching this movie again. It's a good one. And you'll always find new things you didn't notice before um, that you're like, at the end, they do that like wrap up where they like go back three months later and you hear them say, well, you know, we consider ourselves bi-coastal if you count the <laughs> Mississippi as a coast. And I don't think I've ever heard that line before. It's so funny. Like, yes, of course. Oh, no, that was hilarious. Well, well and the, the thing th- that gets lost in that scene is, is they're talking like they're starring in a movie and then you hear the director yell for extras. Yes. Right. And if you don't catch that, I mean, you see them kind of posing in the background, but it's like, it's so demeaning because they're talking the way they're talking. Yeah. You know, once we get a car, yeah, like they're, they're trying to be, you know, the elite. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like the, 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 the assistant to the director of the director's director is like extras. Like <laughs> you don't even get direction from the real director. We have because you're names. The extra. <laughs> yeah. We have names. Yeah. And then she's still working. What's her name? Still working at Dairy Queen. Quiet on the set. <laughs> Quiet on the set. I don't know that there's a better joke in this movie, though, uh, than the remains of the day lunchbox. Mm. As far as like that precise amount of haha, you know, it's like tuned mm-hmm. to where like if you wanted to break down the tone of this movie into one joke <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, it's a PG rated movie. But it's about Anthony Hopkins as like a a butler in the mm-hmm. most dry British looking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nothing exciting about Remains of the But day. the kids it are really excited about it. Yeah, it they, should not be on Kids hate box. eating lunch, but they love their Remains of the Day <laughs> it's like the lunchbox. Opposite. It's like, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We get it. I love it. It's just, well, it's the right well, joke. The right amount of like, okay. <laughs> okay then. And not to mention he had like three of them. So oh, yeah. He like, was stocked up, man. Waiting yeah, for the rush. He's not selling this thing. Put him on eBay. 
I might actually create a Remains of the Day lunchbox. <laughs> so you should. <laughs> you should. Sell them on Etsy. Oh my god. <laughs> when at the beginning they're trying to figure out where the, he wants to put the sniper on top of the celebration. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah. the joke about how, you know, the weather in Missouri changes every five minutes, which is a thing that people say. But we think mm. we can get it down to three and a half. Like <laughs> three or four. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I felt we so try seen, really guys. hard. That's one of my oh favorite my like scenes in the whole movie is he's like What's this? Oh, that's the barrel. The barrel? No, the big barrel. Oh, the big barrel's going to go here, right? What about, I think we need two snipers. <laughs> one here, one here. Yeah, we get egged every year. Like, <laughs> take this seriously, Janet. Like, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to need about $100,000. Yes. <sighs> like, he says it so seriously, too. Right. That's like the budget of the town. For like it's 10 years. Like 10 times the budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, classic. Nobody's going to get paid this year. Yeah, no. For the next 10 years, the town's going to go under for this one production. I thought it was really funny that, you know, Corky talks about his wife all the time. And he's like, you know, I do my wife shopping. And we were talking about pantyhose. And like, he goes into all of these things that all clearly point to him not having a wife at all. And they yeah. go to interview one of the townspeople. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, Corky and his wife, like, I don't know, like, maybe, you know, it's just, it's really sad that. His wife is just so unsupportive of him with how brilliant and amazing he and it's just like and I I've never met her. <laughs> I've never seen her. Like she must just be really unsupportive. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not possible that there would be a gay man in the town, but it is possible that a man has a wife who no one has ever seen, who never right, comes right. to town, who loves clothes, but her husband does all of her shopping for her. <laughs> like that's the more likely story than that he's just gay. <laughs> that's almost as unbelievable as the '90s wave on Catherine O'Hara's head. Oh my oh, god, her hair, yes. her bangs. There's '90s bangs. There's oh, something oh. about Mary's hair. There's, <laughs> <laughs> but like all the '90s so moms. Did their hair that way? Mm. All of them with sweatshirts and turtlenecks. Oh Sweat yeah, the vest, the vest with the white. <laughs> George's turtleneck. mom always wore the sweatshirt with the turtlenecks. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Don't talk about George's mom like thing. that. I'm sorry, it's my mother. It's like all we've done the past few weeks is talk about George's mom. <laughs> yeah, this is Gross, true. Gross, guys. It's I been laugh at you. no, it's been therapy sessions Whoa. for me. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what she's why I haven't seen any movies. Dang. All right. In her defense, I did stick up for her. <laughs> yeah, when we were having, yeah, yeah. So it's true. <laughs> you always you always turn into your parents. I had yeah. a hunch that this was uh, about the same time as, and it does turn out it's the year before. Waiting for Guffin came out a full year before Ellen DeGeneres' famous Time magazine cover. The yep, I'm gay. You remember that that cover from the nineties? Uh, so no. while it is hilarious. Now, looking back, like, yeah, clearly uh, the townspeople aren't catching on to what's really going on with uh, Corky. I think at mm -hmm. the time, this was still an era where that is exactly how he would have been treated, even by people who suspected, you know, like the the dad at the mm -hmm. at the shop. 
this was not an era of like, oh, hey, obviously, you know, this guy who's really into all these things and is single, you know, uh, confirmed bachelor, right? Like, it, married. You know. His wife's just never home. Right. No <laughs> one's ever seen her, and that's fine. And it's just a different era. So there's a weird mix as we're looking back from today. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, it's obvious that he has got a, a, a lifestyle that he's not really living. But at the same time, I don't know if they in 1996 in the small town would have treated him any different if if he'd admitted it, you know. Oh, they wouldn't have known uh, at all. Like, I think that's 100 percent accurate, because like when I watched this when I was young, I didn't know. And it was never right. <laughs> it was never addressed. And I was just like, oh. That's so nice really? of him to go shopping for his wife's candy. I, I think this is the different part of the country yeah, that we're not in getting. Ninety six. If I met a guy like Corky, I knew he was. I yeah, he was but gay. we're in the Northeast. Right. It's, it's yeah, a lot different up here. We're Missouri very close to New York. If he 90s. said my wife, I'd look at him like, "Yeah, right. Come on." <laughs> 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 you, you know, this yeah. was a different area. <laughs> You know who does a really good job of explaining this dynamic in the country? Oh, goodness. Malcolm Look Malcolm out. Gladwell. Oh, okay. I was really concerned His, you were going to say the, the guidance counselor on community. Community? <laughs> no. Um, Malcolm Gladwell has a podcast, uh, surprise, surprise. Revisionist uh, for History. For any of those who, Very good who, show. You, who haven't heard. Revisionist History, In the episode is called <clears throat> When Will Met Grace. Mm. And... It's a fantastic episode, and I think it explains a lot. Hmm. Very eye-opening. As most things that Malcolm Gladwell puts together are. I like how in this movie, one of the characters, I, f I even forget what, which one it was or what she was talking about. This, what they were talking about, uh, Corky, and they referred to him as being, you know, that way. Yeah. You know, that kind of sums it up. This movie's perfect. It's a hell yeah. of a movie, Meg. You did good. Thanks. I'm glad you all enjoyed it. I felt like from what you have said about the past movies in this genre and the constant referencing of mockumentaries, mm. <laughs> constant, that this might be something that you all would enjoy. So I'm glad that you let me bring a movie that I grew up watching to the table um, for you all to enjoy for the first time. That was fun. Uh, for me to do and I feel like you know I deserve that after being forced to watch the Halloween movies out of order on purpose <laughs> um, I feel like I deserve more than that but I'll take that as a starting point well and at least after we did that horrible misdeed to you we didn't accidentally let you search for alien porn I know That's but true. you know when you did that <laughs> earlier today <laughs> for not doing uh, that oh we did that oops you did Oh, we're gonna oops, save oops. the viewers from uh from doing yes. that. We're gonna put in a little disclaimer. We're gonna save. We're gonna save, save them. The I'm gonna save them from the fate that I have endured this evening. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a great feeling though, uh, Meg, to show someone a movie, <laughs> a movie that is near and dear to your heart, and they appreciate it mm. like you do. Yeah, unlike great, Stand By it's Me. It's a great feeling. I mean, it sucks when, you know, you show some people a movie and they, 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 they don't, shit on it they for don't two hours. Yes. Yeah, I've been there. Um, 
Uh, dude, I've been there with the side chick movie club. Like every movie I pick, Aww. they don't like. I'm Hold like, on, you guys. We are need a full room. Don't have any taste. What? They didn't like a fish called Wanda. What? Oh well, I well, agree. Actually, I agree that's with not, that. Dan <laughs> hated true. it until we started quoting it, and then he chuckled. <laughs> I still yeah, hate yeah, that yeah. movie, but there are some funny bits. <laughs> um, <laughs> Asshole. I was. They're like, it's not really funny. I'm like a guy in Australia literally died in the movie theater from laughing too yeah. hard. He had a heart attack. Oh so gosh. don't tell me that this movie is not funny. <laughs> you just don't know. Yeah. It's been scientifically <laughs> so, proven to be that funny. And I've seen The Exorcist anyway, about 167 you know, times. You, you know who has a really good... Funnier, funnier every single time I see it. <laughs> not to mention back to talking to that guy. Now what do you think? <laughs> I think we're qualified. Movie threat. <laughs> yep. That's a great movie too. <laughs> And you know who picked that movie for the uh, movie club? And I did not watch it. What's that? When he picked it, Dan Bogan. Beetle Guys. Yep. Okay. Dan Bogan is the one who picks all the uh, what do you call it movies? Good. Who's that director? He's like Burton. No. Tim. No. Tim Burton. Uh, the uh, the w- no like the <laughs> Tim Burton. <laughs> ah, forget it. <laughs> Verhoeven. The guy who directed Showgirls. Verhoeven. Yeah, Verhoeven. Oh, Verhoeven. Yeah, he he's he's rec- he's his movies have been Verhoeven movies. Okay. And like, he just, he, he gets it. Yeah. Like Dan he is gets like, satire. Dan is like the only one in the group. Like I, I, I showed them all RoboCop. Yeah. They and, hated it. And Dan was the only one that, I mean, Dan, Dan Bogan had already seen it mm. and he knew of it and he, you know, he's, he, and he loved it. Show them to, to uh, begin Starship with. Troopers. But it. nobody else mm. gets it. Like nobody else appreciates it. Meg, have you seen RoboCop? I have not seen RoboCop. Oh, your time is coming. <laughs> it's about time for George to revisit it anyway. I think sometime in yeah. the next few months, your time is coming. All right. Yeah, I. It's when we recorded that episode. You were very wet behind the ears. I was very green, and yes. I have never recorded myself gushing over the movie now at this point. <laughs> and I think I need to do that. Okay. So. Peter Weller uh, took you to and the actually, river and you drank. <laughs> yes, he did. And I think it's perfect for Mini Megs because <laughs> that movie's a riot. So. <laughs> and y'all know I love some cheesy movies. So Hey, there's yeah. no cheese. I mean, in it's Robocop. no Halloween 5, yeah. but it's good. I mean, if you like alien porn, well, that's you're going to love RoboCop. Go back, go back to the tape. Someone reverse the tape. Let's get a quote on that one. Um <laughs> You're not ready for alien porn, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> yeah, your kids are going <laughs> to love it. <laughs> banned. Both of you were banned. <laughs> wow. Not allowed. <sighs> hey Hey-o. <laughs> Well, thank wow. you so much, Megs, for coming back and joining us once again. Uh, why don't you tell the good listeners where they can find your other content my other content well you can find me on twitch um in case you don't know what it is people can stream uh the good old video games you can play you can do some art you can just sit there and talk to people there is even a channel called just sleeping you might ask yourself what do they show on that it's people feet just sleeping (laughs) sit feet Sometimes, probably. Uh, I would I, imagine. The show is called Sleeping Socks. Uh, that's a different Ooh. kind of show. Um, definitely not my kind of show. <laughs> you can't do that can't on do Twitch. Can't do that on Twitch. No, no. me neither. <laughs> Ugh, no. It's too much. Well, you won't. You won't find me doing that. Anyway, find me on <laughs> wow. Twitch. Find me on Instagram. <laughs> I don't talk about feet there. 
but these guys do. Good. <laughs> no. So what, no, what are no, your I handles? <laughs> Where can we find Blech. you? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to redo Only this love handles part. here. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Only love handles. <laughs> like, Dot did you plug your channels, Megs? And I'll be like, yes. I said I'm on Twitch. <laughs> and they were like, you know what I want to talk about? Feet. And he was like, yes, like that? feet. Let's discuss that some more. <laughs> Let's add that to your brand. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> Did you like it? Was it good? Is it good? It's oh fantastic. It's great. Thank you. I was being a villager from it's Animal fantastic. Crossing. See? All <laughs> that gaming comes in fantastic. handy. Everybody, I want to let you know. Listen to Megs on. Speaking of gaming, um, do you know anyone who plays games? I do. Wait, what's their name? Are they cool? Oh, yeah. Their name's she's Megs. On the, she's on the Twitch. She's on she's on twitch.tv. She's on the Twitch. What's her name? Mini underscore Megs with a Z. Yes. Why? Because she's a millennial and she's into branding. Okay. We got to keep that branding on point at all times. <laughs> also, I just got partnered with uh, Logitech, by the way. So uh, if you want some, oh, sweet. some sweet, sweet deals on Logitech stuff, uh, just use uh, Megs10 at checkout. I'll save you 10%. So that's kind of dope. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That is very cool. Wow. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Wow, I think I need some Logitech's gear. Heck yeah, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. We don't have any connections. Mm -hmm. who, can, who could do that? What? We get I you on Bob's I radio. I still get friends and family discounted guitars. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. You guys want to head down to the head down to the casino? I can get you like in the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to play a little bit first before <laughs> you get the comps. Know what my plug is going to be at this point, you guys. Like, I think it's just gonna be a garbled mess of me going. But we'll play it backwards, and they'll be able to. Yeah, and it'll say follow me on Twitch, mini underscore Megs, or on Instagram. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. No, nice. be something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you guys should just do the plug. The good for news me. is you picked a great movie. Mm. I am glad that you liked it. I It is a classic. It is one that I have quoted my entire life, um, and I don't even realize that I'm quoting it. It, it is so ingrained in my memory, and um, I'm really glad that I got to share it with you all. Um, and we can... Now, before we wrap up, Megs, I do need to know. Yes. What is cut out of the version <laughs> that you had seen previously? What was new to you having yeah. watched now the R-rated cut of this movie? Oh, no. Okay, so... I mean, obviously, the <laughs> Raging Bull is probably a bit more direct. Yeah, that one was cut out. Um, Teacher's Pet was actually cut out as well. Um, the whole thing? The whole thing, because my mom would not allow us to huh. say Teacher's Pet um, ever as a kid, mm. um, because huh. she said it was it meant something inappropriate, which, to be fair, it does. So she was like, nope, not watching it. It's gross. And I'm like, accurate. I'll stand by that one. Um, but one thing I didn't get... That was a major joke. Was the surgery? Oh, so, <laughs> him talking about Jeff City and going, and she's like, "Tell them, tell them why." And he's like, "I just, you know, 
so it's a medical procedure and just some, just some minor, minor surgery and all these years i thought she wanted like to just show like how brave and like how like you know oh he went all the way to jeff city for like his health like it was a huge deal we left blaine to go to jeff city and the, all these years all these years i have thought it was just to showcase how cool <laughs> it was that they left the town and then i watched oh, no. this today and they got to that dinner scene and i was like what is what is this i've never seen this scene before and she starts talking about what the surgery was oh my god i just i was not prepared i think it was the what was funnier was his nonchalant like uh, how he said he had <laughs> penis reduction surgery well and then the and joke about like, the yeah. vaginal enlargement <laughs> Yeah, why don't you yeah. get yours enlarged, which done. is take back the Godfather. <laughs> it's the Godfather. Oh, yeah, it's a reference to the Godfather. Uh, Cavernous. Yeah, I I did not know any of that existed until today. Um, so that was just absolutely hysterical. Um, finding that out, I feel lied to, honestly. I also missed the alien scene where they talked about being probed for several hours. Um, that that was edited out as well. Oh, so. That when was the aliens, individually. Individually. So when the aliens got to Blaine in the the play, I just thought it was about that one guy who talks about the like crop circle. And I was like, wow, they really just pulled this alien thing out their butt, didn't they? But <laughs> out their butt. Yeah, like the probe. <laughs> there's there's more to it than that. So yeah, those Yeah, and if you want to see paintings of it, check out the movie <laughs> Love and Saucers. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Nobody do that. No one Google that. No one. Don't listen to Dan. Don't. Okay. I've known this man for a long time. Do not trust what he says about Googling things. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> Learn from those of us who have walked this path before and can never undo what we have seen. There was a movie. I'm googling it right now. Actually. 19... No, don't do it. Don't do it. If you enjoy alien abductions, Meg, mm. there was a movie in '93 called Fire in the Sky. Holy shit, that movie! Which has one of the best abduction scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Mm, see, now I'm scared of um, looking it's very, into these things. Very, very, very. I'm one of those people that say, if this were true if this mm -hmm. were real this is probably exactly how mm. it happened so this isn't like a Dan alien movie this is like <laughs> different kind of it's, alien it's movie. A well, it's one. It, it's based on a true story but it's whether or not you believe mm. the people that are telling it interesting but yeah it feels like a tv like a made for tv movie and then all of a sudden but the effect it is like good. terrifying like, yeah. I could imagine easily lulling yourself into thinking, hey, I can watch this with my kids, and I'll watch it with my girlfriend, Ooh. and I'll watch it with a bunch of people that I don't really worry about, because it's so, like, just a TV movie. How bad could it get? And then the abduction is so fucked up. Mm. Oh, yeah. my God. Fire in the Sky. And the story good itself movie. Is, is pretty, it's a really good movie, and I remember seeing it in the theater probably twice in one wow, night. Wow, one night? It was, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, I worked there, uh, and we okay, had to watch okay. the movies, and... But that was one of those movies where we went up and we re-threaded the film into the projector and watched it Dang. again. 
It was that good. Hey, we're going to have to watch that Before one DVDs. then. Yeah, Fire in the Sky. This guy's a pretty good uh, painter. He is a pretty good painter. <laughs> no, you George did is checking not. out alien porn. You did not <laughs> Google it. not bad. It. I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad, honestly. It's not too explicit. I mean, it's not like no. Some of them are a little explicit, but for the most part, it's like just odd. Well, it's not what I wanted to see, Dan. <laughs> but it's his truth. Oh, here's a, that's the weird dude, part. Here's like, a picture. Here's a picture of him holding the 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 portrait that he made. Hmm. And the alien is hot, pretty attractive. Oh I mean, God. I'm not gonna lie. Is it like a oh gray alien? Like the big eyes, big head. Oh, here's one. Okay, that's uh, a little much. <laughs> um, it has but, good nipple placement, though. All right, let's go back to that clip, please. <laughs> oh no! Nah. Wow. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but overall, not nearly as bad as Mini Megs makes. This it is out gonna be today. the longest post-credit scene He's ever. He's gonna cut it. There's there. no oh, way. What's this one. And. Speaking of that, Dan. Whoa, what is that? A praying mantis? Oh yeah, God. there's a praying mantis alien. Really no. Wow. You gotta watch the movie. It's weird, man. Like, I don't no, want to judge the guy because I don't know. I didn't. It's very strange. Okay. I, you know, it's his truth. Whether it, it really happened or he's got some kind of strange I mental illness. I think praying mantises are aliens. <laughs> but they are they really six look... foot tall and bringing you a woman? I don't know. Alien? Have you ever seen Space Ghost? I mean, this <laughs> alien basically looks like Zorak. a woman with big eyes and a white Look face. Look at Zorak. <laughs> Zorak is, is real. He's legit. <laughs> hey, Space Ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. I grew up on Space Ghost. <laughs> I love that, that Coast to Coast. When he used to do the night uh, the talk show, that was so good. So brilliant. <laughs> I wish I thought of that. You have to you have to film it. I want to see your faces when you react to these things, okay? It's, it's, yeah, we got to figure yeah. that out. I can help you with that. Hashtag code Megs10 at checkout. <laughs> no one needs to see our face when we react to alien porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's a Love and Saucers Facebook page, and Love it has 322 no. Wow. wow. They're bigger than no. us. <laughs> but only 3.1k likes. Oh. 3.2k so one followers. person one subscribed and liked it and that was it. No, uh, <laughs> 1000 no, uh what is point 1 of uh 100. 3.1 100. So 100 <laughs> people 100 people follow Love and Saucers oh, okay. but are not willing to like the shit it. Out of it? They're not willing to like it for you know, <laughs> moral maybe fear reasons. of other, uh, you know, what other people like, you know, because you could you could just look up. It's like, oh, right. what does Travis like? And go through yeah. the list and be like, loving saucers, huh? Yeah, it's got mm. like 11 likes and like 4 million followers. Yes. <laughs> That's the best. If you can find something that has that ratio, right. you know, you it's, know good. it's gold. Yes. yes. <laughs> no one wants to like it, but they all love That's it. the they ratio I'm looking for. <laughs> Three people have have liked. Three people this. feel confident Before, enough in themselves to be like, yeah, you know what? They I want subscribe. everyone to know. I like this. This is what I want them to know. <laughs> this right here defines <laughs> yeah. me. Okay, this this is I like cocaine bears. This is <laughs> what I this is what I thought it was. It is someone who who this is a Halloween costume mm. of this gentleman from Hoboken and or wherever he's, he's from. Is an and alien. the alien. Okay. It's it's fantastic. And it amazing. is fantastic. I love creative Halloween costumes. <laughs> Did you see this, Dan? 
I, I <laughs> know I didn't go thing. a Google and I watched the movie and that was enough aliens okay, for me. I'm going to uh, send it over. I'll look at it. That'd be fine. Channels yeah. show my my uh, my G4 show would be following uh, people's costumes and creating see who's the so most like creative. it's and it's cosplay? not it's not crazy but but this not guy not so much cosplay but just like Halloween yeah. costumes like people cosplay. that go to parties. <laughs> Cos- well, cosplay is different. That's like superheroes. That's not and, and superheroes. Like, cosplay. I like is when people costumes, but yes, m- like. Yeah. But I like more. it when it's a little more obscure. Like that's a good. I costume. ran up to a kid on I Halloween like who was he was dressed as a uh, uh, a Mondrian painting, <laughs> and I went up to him and I'm like, he's walking around with a frame. He's carrying uh-huh. a frame, and he's got the uh, horizontal and and vertical line, black uh-huh. lines with different colored cubes and his face is inside the red cube. And I went up to him and I said, dude, this is brilliant. Like he looks like an art yeah. piece of art, but it's, a, it's, it's like a, a Mondrian painting. Like some people would be the Mona Lisa <laughs> oh my God. or a Van See, Gogh. No, this kid is like cubism. And is I love brilliant. it. I was on it. Definitely yes, cosplay as well. I'll send you, I'll send it's you cosplay. some. So for example, I've decided to make my own cosplay for the first time because I went to one place oh, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Can I sew? Absolutely not. Can I fabricate anything? No. But I had an idea and I thought it'd be really funny. One of them is there's a character in a video game and he has like geo powers, right? And one of his things is he like, you know, makes a giant like geo pillar thing that like it makes a shield, whatever. But the funny thing is I am small. Okay. I'm like 5'3". But my husband is six foot seven. He's giant. Mm. And I thought it'd be just absolutely hysterical if I played the little Geo character and he, he dressed up as the pillar. <laughs> <laughs> so just make him a costume where he's like a giant pillar. And I thought, you know what? That's freaking hysterical. Like, <laughs> you can't just. He could have been your lamppost. Yeah, he could be my yeah. lamppost that walks around. But like, I think that's the best thing about like cosplay stuff, which is that they can make costumes like that art um, costume that you were talking about with like, that's just like super clever and funny and like, isn't just like a copy of one thing, but it's like, hey, I literally went out of my way to create something that I've never seen before. And I think that's like so cool. You know what you guys should be for Halloween? Not the you, aliens. You should dress up. Li- Don't even think no. about it. You should dress up like. <laughs> you should dress up like Han Solo or Luke Skywalker in Hoth gear, <gasps> like a, the parka, and the, and your husband should be a Tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> and you should you should sit on his back. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> or, or oh. did you ever see uh, uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Yes. Okay, well, the the guy that he fights in the Thunderdome is like a seven foot tall guy with a little man <laughs> in a Yoda in like a Yoda backpack. I'd be the one in the backpack. <laughs> you would be Heck the one. Yeah, in the backpack. I would. Somebody gets to carry me around everywhere. Be- I'm in. Let's do it. You should definitely Google Quato nope. though. K U A T O. No wonder we had a three hour episode last time. It's not me. <laughs> it wasn't it's really... you hooligans. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> All right. Like what? What do we and have? You're like, no, the alien what do we have is left fine, to do? Megs. Go back. Stop. Go back. Search history. Go back. It's Go fine. Back. Go- Google, Google it. I mean, I had to. S- I had to do it. I had use, to go through. Use Bing. Use Bing so there's no yeah. history. <laughs> I 
I had to keep scrolling through the photos to like find one that was like, <laughs> you know, what Meg might have seen because it right. sounded terrible. No, it's keep in mind All Meg didn't even was... know about the penis, uh, you know, reduction until tonight. <laughs> Meg's you have to finish yeah. this reduction surgery. Faster, Dan. You can't just say <laughs> Meg didn't even know about the penis. Meg didn't know about the pause, penis. pause, pause. Scene enlargement scene in the God. movie. God. God. <laughs> No, it's it's that I googled the movie and I thought I'm gonna get a movie title, maybe an IMDb page. And no, it's him humping an alien in a field. I was not (laughs) watching that as my like. Oh, this is my final image. I'm going to view before bed. What a great thing! Yes, that was what. To be fair, it gets way worse. I didn't think his. So you saw one of the tame ones. Was in the sub like right there. I thought it would be like the movie poster. No, it's him humping an alien. Movie poster is one of his paintings. There you go. I just realized. Realize Meg can hear everything we're doing. Yes. <laughs> oh, Meg's been blowing up our group chat. I just chat. saw that. Yeah. No, my wife Meg no. has been blowing up our group <laughs> chat. Yeah, she's about everything we're talking <gasps> about. She's like trying. Wait, to how come I'm not in the group chat? Rude. It's it's a it's Rude. it's a weird wife group chat. Wow. Yeah, she likes to send us messages while <gasps> we're recording. You didn't add so me for care. this for the ones that I'm in. So y'all are just like laughing it up. With someone with my name that well, I no, could be best friends with, no, I'm so offended. That's true. I mean, generally, M- Meg doesn't know that we have a guest. Oh, she uh, doesn't. My so so, you know. Thanks for coming on the show, Meg. I'm sorry that we were so awful <laughs> to you. You were not awful <laughs> to me. I have a great time every time that I'm here. Um. I don't know if you will continue to ask me since I guess whenever I'm here, you are all just so inspired to talk for extra mm. amounts of time. Like, what what time do you normally? Well, if you weren't here, we'd be talking about the Chiefs. So. Yeah, you saved us from yeah. that conversation. So <laughs> the, chefs. the chefs. The chefs. The chefs. That's, that's oh great, but who are the chefs? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite commercial. It's so good. That poor guy. So what are we watching next week, George? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, we should well, probably tell you. We did a, f- a movie. We, we've done a few comedies, right? We have. Yeah. Some were hits, some were misses. So mm-hmm. I believe this week we are going to um keep up that tradition and watch a... Of uh, either hitting or missing? <laughs> uh, We are going to watch the classic Close Encounters of the Third Kind. What? Yeah, since all this shit's popping up in the sky, we figured we might as well watch that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully the Air Force doesn't shoot down any aliens before <laughs> the movie's over, because... Right. Yeah, we'll that be, would be... We'll be behind the... Uh... Not anyway, good. Anyway, so do you know... What do you know about that movie? Anything? Um, I know that uh, Encounters... I know what we're referring to. <laughs> aliens. Um, I hope there's alien sex. But... Okay. You know, we'll see. Um, that's pretty much all I know. Hmm. There's like, I like, yeah, I don't even know what the different types of encounters are. Like, 
one's got to be like seeing them and then another one's got to be like yeah i think it's kind of along the and same. then like the third is being abducted by them i think or maybe the fourth one is being abducted yeah, it's kind of like I'm relics sure. you know you when does first, the second, probing third, come class in relics. exactly yeah that's the, f- the encounters of the fourth kind when fourth you get kind probed. is, is yeah. the probage gotcha. and the marriage <laughs> so um yeah i know it's I think it's about first it. comes probes, sure. then comes marriage. Isn't that how the old nursery <laughs> rhyme would That's go? true. See, you can't cut this out. That's you gotta true. have that. Holy shit! First comes probes, <laughs> then comes marriage. Thank you for joining us on the Remedial Film Class podcast. As always, you can find us at Facebook.com/slash Remedial Film Pod. We'll be back next week with Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and Mini Megs will be on Twitch.tv. Under the screen name Mini underscore Megs with a Z, Z for Millennial, or something like that.